Hey guys, welcome to Junk Drawer. I'm your host, Will, and today is a new segment of Sports Tuesday. And today we're going to be discussing why I didn't have a podcast on Sunday. So before I get started, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you know that I have a Twitter account. So if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, um, my username is wbauer816, bauer, B-O-W-E-R. And um, I post content there about stuff I enjoy. Uh, I post stuff about the podcast, space, NBA, just about anything that I enjoy myself. So if you want to follow, feel free to. And today we're going to be talking about something that... um, I enjoy very much. As I have mentioned in previous podcasts, I am a big Bucks fan. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, they're an NBA team. And on Sunday, they had a very big game against the Toronto Raptors. They had a chance to take the 3-0 lead. They did not. Now the series is 2-1, to one, and the game has just started right as I am recording this. So I'm, um, I'm going to record this podcast real quick, and then I'm going to get to the game and watch and hope for a win. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to analyze the game, we're going to analyze what happened and how it happened and how close this game was. It was insane how close it was. So basically in the first quarter, um, Toronto was playing pretty well, Milwaukee was playing pretty well, they were kind of clashing. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Milwaukee's best player, was not playing well that game. He actually only scored 12 points, but he did have 23 rebounds, so he was effective. Don't get me wrong on that. So basically... um, They shut out Giannis. We did not shut out Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi Leonard ended up having an injury and having troubles. And then in the fourth quarter and beyond that, he just came back roaring. He was insane. Scored 31 points on an injured knee. It was insane. And I I just couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't be mad that the Raptors won because I knew Kawhi played his heart out and he really wanted that win. So they deserved it. And they took it um, to the second overtime, which is impressive for the Bucks because obviously taking a team to two overtimes is hard to do, and especially at the team's home court. So I still think the Bucks are definitely going to be the favorites for this series. I don't know if the Raptors will win another game because going to two overtimes at home is kind of embarrassing. And after the first two quarters, the Raptors really weren't playing that well. So... Basically, who I thought was really effective on uh, Sunday night was George Hill, and that's not a name you hear very often anymore, and I don't know if you've ever heard it at all, except for the one time that J.R. Smith posterized him when he played for the Nuggets. So basically, George Hill is a NBA veteran, he's been playing for a long time, and he just recently made his way to Milwaukee, and he's been an off-the-bench player, 7 points per game, so not a big factor for the team, he comes after Eric Bledsoe. And on Sunday, he scored 27 points out of nowhere. He hit some clutch threes, which were awesome. And it made me really happy to see him playing like that because he is personally one of my favorite players on that team. I've been watching him since I was a kid. And then Pat Connaughton also had a big night. He uh, scored a few points and got quite a few rebounds. So that's always good to see. And I love Pat Connaughton. I've been watching him since I was a kid. From when he started at Notre Dame to when he ended at Notre Dame, I watched him get drafted. I watched him play for the Blazers. And now I'm watching him play for the Bucks. So it's very enjoyable. And Pat Connaughton is an amazing athlete. He was also drafted in the MLB draft, which is just unbelievable. He was, I think, a third round pick, which is just crazy. And That is not verified. I am not sure what round he's in. This is just an estimate. But he was offered a signature from the Baltimore Orioles, and I just thought that was insane that he could be a two-sport athlete. And the Raptors had a great night. 
uh, Kyle Lowry did not have a great night. No, definitely didn't have a great night. But Pascal Siakam came back from that terrible performance in Game 2 and bounced back with 20 points and a few rebounds uh, to show off his skills. And then Kawhi Leonard, as I mentioned earlier, had 15 points in like the first two quarters or something. And then he injured his knee and had to sit out for a little bit. And then he came back and wasn't scoring as much. He wasn't doing anything. And then he noticed that they were behind in the fourth quarter and it was looking like they might lose. So he came back and just smacked Milwaukee in the face. Even though they only won by six, he smacked him. Because he dunked twice in the overtimes. In both overtimes, I think he dunked once in each of them, which was insane. And one of the dunks was a poster, which was impressive, but it did mess up his knee a little bit more. You could see on his face, and that just made the fans go crazy. And don't get me wrong, Toronto fans are just the best fans in the world. I see how awesome they react, because being the only Canadian team, that can be rough. And now they're making a statement that... Canada belongs in basketball, and I totally agree with that. Canada deserves more teams. I think we should keep expanding up and maybe give Vancouver a team, maybe give Montreal a team. Um, if any of my viewers play NBA 2K19, uh, my, my team is the Montreal Physicists because I love physics and space, and I also love Montreal. I, I love the French community. And so... Expanding up to Canada would be, uh, I almost called it Canada, sorry, but um, expanding up to Canada would be a great idea for the NBA because that adds more teams, and then people in Vancouver, they used to have the Vancouver Grizzlies, and I know that team had a crazy fan base, and the Memphis community, I know they support the team, but they don't support it as much as they should, and I think Vancouver would be a much better spot for that. So basically... Toronto played their hearts out in those last few quarters, and it was amazing to see, and I was very impressed. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I wasn't impressed with. George Hill, I was impressed with. Chris Middleton, I was mad at. I was furious at him. So, I know, and I know this isn't his fault. I This was just the play call, but at the end of the game, they had a chance to take the lead because it they were down to with like 20 seconds left in the game. They didn't have a shot clock. He heaves one up with two guys on him and bricks hard. And that was so disappointing. So, so disappointing. But we did end up taking it to overtime. So that was okay. But seeing Chris Middleton have a performance like that was just embarrassing. And then Giannis fouling out. That's why we fell apart in those last two overtime periods. And that obviously made made me very upset because... Seeing your team fall apart like that is no picnic. And none of our bench players really got to play. And we have some effective bench players. I mean, you got DJ Wilson on our bench who nobody ever thinks about, but he's really good. He's a very impressive player. And then you've got all these other guys on the bench that I see, but they don't play. And that makes me upset because I want to see those guys play. And then Brooke Lopez didn't have a good night either, which was embarrassing. Brooke Lopez with that, uh, what was it, 29-point performance in Game 2 or Game 1. And then he's just been flat since then. It's embarrassing to see. I want Brooke Lopez to really step up in this next game because I know he can be a better player. And now we're going to discuss the other game that has happened since my uh, last episode. That was yesterday. It was the Golden State Warriors versus the Portland Trail Blazers. And I didn't get a chance to watch that game. It was a little bit of a later game for me, and uh, I didn't really want to stay up. So I just read about it the day after, and it looks like they only lost by two, which is really sad. And if anybody knows who Richard Jefferson is, he was a former NBA player. He played with LeBron for a little while. And he tweeted, 
every single game. Blazers are up 17. I'm still 50-50 on how this game is going to turn out. And every single time, the Warriors came back and beat them, which is incredible. And I read a statistic today, and it said over the course of that series, the Warriors were behind more times than they were in the in the lead, and they still swept. It was unbelievable. And I also think the Warriors may lose in the finals to whichever team goes. And I think it will be the Bucks, but even if it is the Raptors, I think they're still going to lose. Because when the Warriors were in round one, they lost two games at home, both of them, to the Los Angeles Clippers, a team you don't think about because they don't have any stars. I mean, they have Lou Williams, but he's not even a starter. He is always sixth man of the year. And then... I forget who they played in the second series. Oh, the Rockets. And I forget how many games they won in that series. Th- well, they obviously won four. I forget how many games the Rockets won. And um, I also read the statistic that the Warriors haven't lost at home since the Clippers series. So I guess the Rockets must have won at home each time that they won or all of the times that they won. And then the Blazers just couldn't win, even though they were up 17 twice in Oracle Arena, which is sad. It's quite sad, honestly. And I thought the Portland Trail Blazers could maybe get to the finals this year because they have a loaded team. CJ McCollum is very impressive. He comes from the 2013 NBA draft, my favorite draft class out of every single draft class, mainly because Giannis came out of it and Kelly Olynyk came out of it and CJ McCollum came out of it. And then the first pick you don't think about because he sucked, Anthony Bennett. Oh my God. And if you had to redraft that draft, It would be Giannis number one, maybe CJ McCollum number two, and Victor Oladipo number three. Three stars that are just incredible, but um, one of them has had injury problems, and that player is Victor Oladipo. And so, if the Trailblazers could have made it to the finals, that would have been amazing, and I think they have a legitimate shot at doing it next year, because they have such a good lineup, and if Zach Collins, the former 10th pick, can really step up, I think that team can be incredible because Zach Collins is a Myers Leonard type player right now he's kind of a bust but I think he can come back and destroy because he's tall he can dunk he can move he can shoot he's got all those characteristics of a center that you need in today's NBA and I think he can really make that work so if the trailblazers keep up the good pace I think they have a legitimate shot at making the finals next year so that's all for today's episode of junk drawer um it felt like it went really, really fast for me, but um, I'm going to go watch that game right now. So tune in on Thursday. I promise you will get an episode on Thursday and it'll be about physics or space. So stay tuned for that. And my name's Will. I'm signing out. Thanks for listening.